podcast for those who suffer, which is everyone. It's a space where we can speak honestly about what it feels like to be in desolate places without losing hope. Welcome to In the Thicket. This week's episode is on something that we've all experienced to one degree or another, disappointment. We talk a lot about our own experiences of disappointment as well as trusting in the Lord when it seems like things are not going according to plan or when they don't turn out as we hoped they would or as we thought they would. And we hope that this episode is not disappointing for you. Ha ha. (laughs) God bless. Hey folks, welcome back to In the Thicket. My name is Nicole. I'm Erin. And I'm Rachel. And we're so happy that you've decided to join us today. Um, even, on, you know, it's so funny. Like I, I think of this, um, well, so as you know, by now, this uh, episode is called, is about disappointment, you know, mm-hmm. which um, reminds me of this whole podcast, which is on suffering, you know, like whenever I, and Aaron and Rachel, maybe you guys have this experience, but whenever I'm talking to people and like, I'm like, I somehow mentioned like, Oh yeah. Like I have a podcast with some friends and it's always the reaction. Like, Oh, that's so cool. What's it about? And then I'm like, Oh, well it's, uh, it's about suffering. And then everyone's Disappointment. Like, right. Oh, yeah. Okay. You know? So yep. this is like this episode today mm-hmm. is like a classic example of that. I'm just gonna Which dive is kind of funny. Yeah. And it's, it's true though, because some people actually get super pumped when you say that like, Oh, it's mm-hmm. on suffering. They're like, Ooh, Good topic. Oh my I wonder if those are the people who end up listening or if they're or that's, not, you know. That's right. Those yeah. are yeah, they're just I the, appreciate both responses, you know. I, do. I appreciate yeah. both. It's of them. fair. I get both I get them true. both. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um well Rachel and Aaron, how are you guys doing? Rachel, what's what's new with you? Um, I'm doing well. Today is uh All Saints Day. That's so right. Uh, which is lovely. And yeah, I just, I don't know. I'm just feeling pumped. I went to mass with um, my, like the community, like the academic community that I'm studying with right now. Mm-hmm. And, um, and the, uh, the, uh, the homily at mass, there was, or not the homily, it was, um, I think it was in the Eucharistic prayers. There's something like something about Thanksgiving, like thanking God for this festival of the heavenly city, something mm-hmm. like that. And I was like, Oh, that's so good. That was a really gross yeah. sound to make in the mic. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everybody. It's a part of suffering. It's going to be an ASMR episode. That's what it's going to Which is actually what I was thinking because I'm literally pouring right now a Waterloo Fieldberry Rattler. And so I was going to try and pour it close to the mic and see if you can hear anything. Mm, nothing. But heard nothing. Nothing. Zoom no. cuts it out. Yeah. Well, it's probably because I poured it terribly and now it's got a bunch of like foamy head on the. Yeah, you got a good head on mm. it. But here. So, Aaron, can you hear this? No, a little bit. I think I think there was like a, a little, little, a tiny slurp, like I, a little I was slurping a little bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, yeah. Erin, how are you doing? Uh, I am. I was telling these ladies just before we started. I am fibrocentral over here, so mm-hmm. the, the fall is like a hard time for me. So the last couple of weeks, I've been a little, little bit like a walking zombie, partially. Like I'm okay until the midday hits, okay. and then yeah. mm-hmm. I need some brains. Yeah, (laughs) but it's okay. It's not like unexpected. It's kind of expected because it usually Mm -hmm. is a little bit in the fall. But I think every time when it comes around, I'm like, oh, I forgot. I forgot Mm -hmm. how like Mm -hmm. intense it gets, you know? Yeah. 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 
Yeah, um, that is that is tough. You need to live in like Florida or something where I know, it's eh? always warm, maybe. Yeah, no, I know. That would be nice. You know? Yeah. I mean, that yeah. would be okay. But it's really it's good. This is why it's so nice to have this podcast with you guys because it's two beautiful faces <laughs> that I love and that I get to see and make me happy, even if my body uh, is well a bit and rough. also. Yeah. And we're, and I think Erin too, like you have this beautiful, so, you know, if you've interacted with us on social media at all, you have interacted with Erin. This is who you're interacting with. She is, she is our social media complete presence, which is awesome. And so, yeah. um, And it's hilarious. Yeah. You're welcome to, actually, that's a good thing to, because we definitely have some listeners who are not followers on the on oh, yeah. Instagram. So follow us on Instagram. Yeah. We make funny reels. That's true. It's like the Not little we, things. It's Aaron. And it's amazing. <laughs> and it's amazing. When we say we, we mean Aww, Aaron. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. But it is. You guys know what I mean. Like when it's yeah, like yeah. when you're like for yeah. you, Richard or, or Nicole, you guys are like either grading papers or doing doing papers. Mostly writing. Papers, and it's like yeah. you're under it. Like you're under the stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like those little things that just bring mm-hmm. you so much joy. And making reels brings me so <laughs> <laughs> joy which is funny Aww. anyway so that's great that's, that's, creative. Yeah. that's great thanks <laughs> yeah how are you nicole i'm mm. good i'm like i am kind of pooped you know with mm. this time of year we yeah. just had like a little two-day fall break a couple weeks ago mm. and now the students are kind of in it in the thick of it uh until um basically thanks american thanksgiving mm. um, which is they call here thanksgiving that's <laughs> um, <laughs> right uh so so yes yeah, so i think you know and just like students are stressed and then yeah. a lot of our plates to teaching and grading and advising and stuff so it's the whole yeah. kind of mood right now it's just everyone's a bit mm-hmm. in the trenches so i think yeah. i'm feeling that a little bit you know yeah. um but at the same time there's a lot of there's a lot of life i really do love teaching i just gotta just got to keep going. Just got to keep, keep yeah, on keeping on. That's good. funny though, that you talk about Thanksgiving, because I did notice in our stats um, that actually more of our listeners now come from the U S than they do from Canada. Really? Interesting. Yeah, I know. Right. And we're really not well, related to any of you in the States. So that's, I mean, Rachel, a few people, but unless you're like a Cajun in New Orleans, then you right. might be my cousin. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Except very distantly. Anyway. Okay. So yes, today we wanted to talk about disappointment and it's, you know, to be perfectly honest, we, we knew we were going to record an episode today, but we had not decided on a topic and our secret pair warrior Mm -hmm. suggested this topic. And all of us were like, oh yeah, I can relate to that. Like for sure. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. And and it's so, it's such a universal experience, obviously, right. It's something we all go through. So Mm -hmm. um, we thought, let's just talk about this. Um, So we'll dive right in. I want to ask you guys, Erin, we'll start with you. Sure. What are, um, what are your, have been your experiences of disappointment? Um, You know, Mm -hmm. maybe it's, maybe you've got like one thing that happened and you can remember it's really a disappointment or maybe it's sort of changed throughout your life. How have you experienced this particular emotion? Yes, this is even when we were first talking about it, like when she first brought up the topic, I was like, "Ooh, yes. And I can remember this one specific moment, which was I mean, I've had lots of everybody has lots of disappointment in their their life. 
but there was one time when I was in high school and I was doing, um, I was doing like training to be a lifeguard. Right. So I did like the bronze medallion and then I was doing all the stuff for the bronze cross and I was doing the time swim and I have never been like super fast doing swimming. Like I can, I mean, I swim now it's whatever, but I'm not like a speed demon in the pool. You know, I mean, I don't want to use the word demon. I'm not a speed angel in the pool. (laughs) Anyways, um, I just thought of that because I was at a baby shower thing like last weekend and somebody brought deviled eggs, but they called them angeled eggs or something. (laughs) Anyways, I know I got to kick it out. So anyway, so in high school, I was doing the thing and then I was doing like the time swim and it was like everybody was done before me and everybody was kind of like, you know, they're like, okay, keep going. You're almost there, whatever. And I totally failed by like probably two laps. It would have taken me under to get under the time. Um, And it was that feeling of like, Mm. like, I think I never even expected it not to happen. And so it was like all of these plans that I had made in my head about how things were going to go or like working at the pool or like, you know, it's like, it's not even the moment itself necessarily, although that disappointment was there, but it was like more related to all of the things that were contingent upon that particular thing happening. And I think the reason why I remember that moment is because I remember my mom saying to me, she's like, you know, God lets everything happen for a reason. There's mm. going to be something better. And then like two weeks later, I ended up getting a job in the kitchen at um, the hospital in Yarmouth. And it was one of the best jobs I've ever had in my life. I mm. loved that job. And it, the pay was like awesome. And it was mm. pretty much the best job in town. Um, so, I, so I really did believe that, that, you know, it was like a very experiential thing about the Lord providing, but, but mm. I still remember that feeling of like, Oh, of just like being totally let down and things, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like yeah. How about you, Rach? Um, yeah, I, I think they, like there's a lot of different experiences, but I think so one major one, which I've spoken about before is I'm in my thirties and I'm not in my vocation yet. And that's disappointing. And it was like, not something that I, I mean, like it's now something that I'm kind of I'm disappointed, but I'm, I'm living and I'm living in a much less kind of intense, like it's less, the disappointment is less intense because it's been for a while the case. Mm. But I think I remember like when I was approaching my 29th birthday and I like knew it's like, I'm not like in a relationship right now that's heading towards marriage and like marriage isn't happening. And it was like, so weird to kind of, cause the finality of the thing of like, I just, you just have a way. It wasn't like I I've said this before. It wasn't like, I was ever like, Oh, I really need to get married at this time and have this amount of kids or like, I never really thought like that. I just kind of assumed that it would happen. I just assumed like either I get married or I'd go into religious life. Like God would just make it very clear. Like definitely before I'm 30. Like I definitely Mm. thought that. And I just assumed it. I don't think I really gave it much thought. I wasn't really worried about it at all. Um, and there's a way in which I just was kind of like very free in that assumption. There was kind of a way in which I really trusted, like, you know, it seems normal to be in your vocation by the time you're 30. It doesn't seem Mm -hmm. like a crazy, like expectation. So I think like when I was approaching 30 and I was like, wait a second, I don't, I don't think this is going to (laughs) happen. It was really kind of, I was kind of like, a very big thing to sort of be like, okay, like I just thought it was, but it isn't. So how, what does that mean? Or like, like, you know, mm. it just kind of, it was a disappointment that sort of happened to me. It, I wasn't, I didn't like have these great expectations 
very cognizantly. And then like, it was like crash and burn. Mm. It was just sort of like, I had this assumption. It wasn't even an expectation, it was like an assumption. And mm. then it was sort of this like slow dawning of like, oh, like I assumed wrong. And then like mm. kind of becoming acquainted with the pain of being disappointed when I didn't really expect to be disappointed in a certain sense. Cause I will mm-hmm. say too, when I was approaching my 30th birthday or my 29th, 30th birthday. And I, I, I don't think, I think I was sort of like, why can't I just be okay with this? Like, what's the big deal? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, so I, I wasn't really one of those people that was like, yeah, I should be disappointed about this. I was just like, I don't understand why I'm disappointed about like, you know, mm-hmm. it's just sort of like, this is my life. Like, why can't I just accept that? And so mm-hmm. it was interesting because that became like a gateway for me to really understand what does it mean to have desires? Like, what does it mean to give your desires yeah. to the Lord? What does it mean that he doesn't answer your desires in the way you, you plan on, or you hope he will? Cause I wasn't really actively engaged in those questions. It was just sort of these assumptions. So right. mm-hmm. yeah. interesting. Mm-hmm. disappointment was like a big teacher and is, I would say a big teacher to me of like how to relate to the Lord. Um, yeah. And also trust him, how to trust him because mm. I will say now, and not just that, like many other minor experiences of disappointment kind of leave you a little bit like, um, sometimes fearful, like Mm. after you've been disappointed a bunch, you're kind of like afraid to now have expectations. Mm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. At all. You're like, I don't know, like Mm -hmm. it's probably not going to happen. And like, and you don't want to have that kind of crushing experience of grief Mm -hmm. and something that you're hoping for. So yeah, it's tough, right? Mm. Man, I think there's a lot here. Uh, I, I'm, if I think about one of the times I was most disappointed and felt like let down by God, um, I think it was also related to vocation. And it was after um, kind of my first more serious dating relationship um, didn't work out. Mm. And I was so... I had, I had like, kind of like you say, Rachel, I had all these assumptions about um, like, oh, I'm going to meet someone and there's going to be this type of person and things are going to work out like this. And it's um, I'll get married by this time in my life. And this, you know, all of these things that you just think will happen. And I thought that that's, I thought that that's what was going to happen in my life. And then all of a sudden it was just all false and all falling apart. And I was like confused and, and it was like, like I thought I was like, Lord, I trusted you. Like I was trying to, I trying to do all the right things. And I thought I was on the right path here and I I trusted you. And now I don't even know what's going on anymore, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and just that feeling of disappointment. And I guess I'm, I'm wondering what you guys think about the relationship between, okay. So there's that, the, the setup for disappointment is like, um, assumptions about what your life is going to be, your expectations, plans, right? Like, Erin, mm-hmm. you were working towards a certain mm-hmm. plan of what your job was yeah. going to be and the preparation and all of these things. Um, and like desires, like what we really desire, mm-hmm. like the relationship between those things and disappointment. And then also like, where does hope come in? Because I think hope mm-hmm. is, is a different yeah. thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't, I don't know if there's something that we think yeah. about those kind of, that kind of language that we use. Like I'm disappointed because yeah. it didn't meet my expectations or didn't meet my hopes. Yeah. What, what comes to mind for you guys? I feel like it's very much different for me. Anyways, my experience is very much different 
from that time. Cause that time in high school, I really didn't have a relationship with the Lord. I didn't, I only had a conversion when I was in my early like twenties. Right. So I, um, so it was kind of like swimming like that. Yeah. When I was swimming and doing and all of that, like, so it was like, um, like the disappointment then, like, even though my mom talked about God and I believed about, I believed in God and all those kind of things, it was more of like, I thought this was going to happen. Okay. Now I have to do something else Mm -hmm. and I have to fit like I, so it was like, my life was still in my hands. Like I was actually like, I believed that it was, even though I know we all know better about our lives now, but, um, but then I had this, this experience of conversion, like really deep conversion and kind of been growing in the relationship with the Lord now for a long time. But I found that it's actually harder in some senses Mm -hmm. to have that experience in time. Mm -hmm. Like when you give, like for me, giving my life to the Lord and being like, okay, so now everything is going to be awesome, even though, you know, in your head, that's so stupid and it's not going to be awesome because we live <laughs> yeah. in a fallen world. I'm an idiot. Other people are idiots, <laughs> like, you know, but there's, but so it's like weird. So then this disappointment comes and it's almost like surprising and, mm-hmm. you know, like it, it, like it, um, it catches me off guard a lot. And mm-hmm. I actually was praying about this, um, last week, I think even because I was really noticing like how often my um my peace is affected by mm. circumstances mm-hmm. and I'm like oh that's like mm-hmm. interesting to me you know yeah. so it's like if I have and it, I was praying about it because I feel like I've been having this kind of recurring thing in the last few years of feeling like God is pulling the rug out from under me yeah 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 like feeling mm-hmm. like I'm getting set up for something good and it seems like it's bring being brought about by God like he's encouraging mm-hmm. it he's like bringing me into it and then I get into it I'm like excited I'm there I'm absorbing it all and then the rug is just pulled mm-hmm. and it's like I'm flat on my face and just in pain, you know, and then feeling like, what the heck, Lord? Like, why? Except for I use a little bit more flowery language at that point. But like, um, yeah. yeah, but it's that, it's that um thing. And so I think like praying with with that, like I'm I'm feeling like you're pulling the rug out from underneath me, but I know in some ways that that's not true because you only desire my good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. However, that comes about, like, I know that both mm-hmm. of them, like, so both of those things are there, but then, um, but then thinking about that, like peace, I'm like, oh, I'm just attached to way more than I thought I was attached to. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. that's been the yeah. realization for me, you know? And mm-hmm. so that's for me where hope has come a little bit more in is like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. So if I, it's like believing that God is the father that he says he is, then that's like the, you know, that kind of, um, then the circumstances don't, they still affect me a lot, but at least I can see a little bit more clearly how they are affecting me and give that more intentionally to him. So I'm like, I'm like in progress in that area, you know? Yeah. 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 I think there's something to that, like, uh, when we're in relationship with God and we know we're taught, we experience the goodness of God. We know that God wants good things for us. Mm. Uh, And it is confusing when things don't happen the way that we desire. Right. Because it's, it's that perennial, it's that, it's the classic thing of, well, God is good. Why does he let these bad things happen? I'm disappointed. This Mm. is not what I expected. Mm. Um, And so it's, it's, you know, reconciling with the fact that we're in a fallen world and that, you know, stuff happens and 
Um, and -hmm. yet there is still, and I think, yeah, I think one of the challenges that I find is like, um, to continue to hope because one option when you realize, well, sometimes things just don't work out the way that we want or whatever it is, you know, um, you know, I think of my example and now of course I, I, I'm married to this wonderful man who is different sort of from the idea that I thought that I needed in my head because I realized Mm. I didn't really know what I needed and the Lord knew much better than I did. And so made sure that that's who I got. Right. Mm. Um, And so praise God for that. Um, But when we're in those moments and we're thinking like, Oh, well, I wanted this and I feel like I need this and that, and I'm not getting it. And I'm disappointed to just be like, well, I don't care. It's fine. I'm actually fine. Like Mm. it's fine. I don't really need it really. I guess I don't need it. Like, or like times or even like, um, you know, Rachel was talking about being single. Like I was single for a long time too. And, and being coming to a probably, you know what? I just like, I'm totally fine being single. Like Mm. I, it's really fine. You know, it's fine. It's fine. I'm fine. Everything's fine. (laughs) Right. And it's not letting ourselves be vulnerable. Um, there's a line from a Foy Vance song mm. called Two Shades of Hope, where he is the line is hope deals the hardest blows. Um, he's like, uh, not despair, it's not that despair is the all-time low, baby. Hope deals the hardest blows, right? And it's just mm-hmm. that like that um yeah, like hope like is you've hard. much farther to fall when you when you when you're allowing you yourself hoped in to something, hope, yeah, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. But and it's like I think it's part of it is learning to recognize that we're not hoping for maybe a specific practical outcome, although sometimes we can have those mm-hmm. desires, but our hope is, our hope is not an outcome, but our hope is in a person in Jesus and in hope in that of what he will do. That's good. That may be beyond what we can conceive of. That would be the good thing we want. Mm-hmm. Um, but which means that we don't know what we're hoping for. And that's, mm-hmm. I think that's challenging. Right. Yeah. I mean, um, uh, Pope Emeritus Benedict wrote about this really beautifully in like the encyclical. Um, Spesalvi? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he, and he talks about hope, like, mm. like, you know, it's in something as yet un, un, like we haven't yet received and yet we are there already. Like it's kind mm-hmm. of both this weird. So it's like, yeah, it's hoping in something we don't, we don't know. And yet we kind of do because we know Christ, you know? So mm-hmm, it's like, yeah it's sort of this, so really is a radical kind of surrender to the person of, mm-hmm. of, of, of Christ, like to God mm-hmm. himself. Mm-hmm. But I think, but I do, I hear what you're saying, Nicole, because I think for me, I mean, I definitely was that person for like a long, I was like, well, I'm fine. Totally fine. You know? And then, and then God was like, you're not fine. And like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. Okay. And it was like, it was actually, cause some people have a different tendency, right. Of like, it's so you have to know yourself well, I think, to kind of mm-hmm. understand how this is all operating in, in your life or like start to reflect on yourself. Cause some people have the tendency to wallow or they're like, I'm not fine. Nothing's fine. Everything's like right. over, you know, but that's not my tendency. My tendency is like yours, Nicole, be like, I'm fine. It's fine. I'm just going to mm-hmm. keep it's fine. You know, and I God, can deal. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And God just like humbled me and like making me see it's almost like mm-hmm. he was like shining a flashlight, like drawing a box around it arrows, everything. It's like, <laughs> you're not fine. You need to accept this. Yeah. And it was very humbling, but also it was really beautiful because, so this mm. is like, you know, this is something I've been through in the last few years. And I've been talking, actually, it's funny. I've had these conversations with friends and family this week about mm-hmm. this exact thing, but it's been like kind of, you know, accepting my humanity because mm-hmm. he made me as a human being with like human desires and like human needs and just accepting mm-hmm. that. I'm not God. I am not. And I have these needs, but then also 
um, you know, having the freedom to give him that desire and entrust that desire to him. And then for me, the best, the thing that's, that helps me to hope is actually the cross, which I think we've talked about this mm-hmm. in other episodes before, because I always think about it this way, because sometimes even if you look at the world, right, you look at suffering in the world, like you're talking to Nicole, but this is just the problem of evil in a certain sense. You're like, what the heck? Like this, mm-hmm. and evil is kind of absurd. It sort of doesn't make sense. Yeah. It, it by its very nature, it doesn't make sense. So it's like, you know, you're looking at poverty and you're looking at like abuse and all this stuff. And you're like, why, like, why do vulnerable people experience this or people are born into these things and, and you, there's no answers, direct answers to these questions, yeah. but then, but then there's this like sense of, okay, I'm not going to diminish the problem be like, well, you know, it's actually, it's fine, mm. but I'm also going to just go the route of Job and just like trust that God mm-hmm. sees all and like loves us. Mm-hmm. And then for me, the way that I can do that is the cross, because when I look at the cross, I think he gave everything for me, you know? And then I think like, if I'm so precious and each one of us are this precious to the Lord, if I'm that precious to him, that he would shed his blood, like he would literally die for me. Like if, you know, and I think I've said this before, like if someone dies for you, like they're so precious, you would not want anything to touch that person. You know, mm-hmm. if you die for something, you're not going to let it just kind of get trampled on by something else. Like mm-hmm. you would protect that. So then I always think like, okay, Jesus like died for my, for me. So if he's allowing things in my life, like they must be in some way for my good. I can't really see it. And I can't justify it completely because he doesn't want me. He also doesn't want our suffering and pain. That's not a thing that God like delights in or wants. Right. Yeah. But we do live. He will use it, but he'll use it. it. And we, and it's not heaven. We're not in heaven yet. So, but it is like, it is like you say, I think like all like an experience already of heaven in some sense, because so it's funny that you bring up Job because I was just thinking about, about that even before you brought it up. Cause I was doing a talk last week. If anybody's interested, it was on suffering and hope, um, at Holy Redeemer Parish in Canada. So you can look them up on Facebook or YouTube and check it out. (laughs) If you're really suffering and you want a little laugh, um, actually it's not a very funny talk, so don't don't get your hopes up. Um, but anyways, but that was like the whole thing. Like one of the things that, that I started out talking about was exactly what Job says, like the Lord gives and the Lord takes away. Blessed be the name of the Lord and how it's it's easy to say that for, I don't know, like you lose a book, then what, who cares, you know, but as the stakes get progressively higher, it's like a loved Mm -hmm. one dies. The Lord gives and the Lord takes away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. There's a natural disaster and tons of lives are lost, including people that you know and love. The Lord gives and the Lord takes away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. There's a child in the hospital that you know and love who is suffering and is totally innocent and like, and, mm-hmm. and is in pain. And there's no, the Lord gives and the Lord takes away. Blessed be, it's like, you can't even utter those words yeah. in mm-hmm. in such a circumstance, you know, but mm-hmm. it's so interesting how, how like, the God's answer to Job in, in that is, is not an explanation. Nope. Like yeah. it's, uh, it's, he's, God is basically saying like, you don't, you can't, I can't even explain to you because you can, you don't have my ability to see, you don't have yeah. my ability to like, know. to, you weren't there. You weren't when there the- when, <laughs> I, yeah. When the heavens were made, you weren't mm-hmm. there. It's like, it's like if God could, and God gives us his fullest vision in the person of Jesus Christ. Like, so exactly like you're saying, Rach, like in the, 
like in the person of Jesus Christ, like the resurrected Jesus, he retains his wounds. He has his wounds. So it's like he is telling us in his actual body that every cross is tied to a resurrection. Mm-hmm. Every one of them, mm-hmm. like whether it's here or whether it's in heaven. So it's like we like we can touch that in some way when we're receiving Jesus at mass or when we're like growing close to him or things like that, which is so like profound, but we are so dense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, but I, I, mean, I am for sure. You know, it's like in the, like, you know, these things with the head, but then I find that it's just so, it's so hard with the heart and you don't want to just reject that and pretend it doesn't matter because, because in Mm-hmm. Like we're going to feel our pain, whether we actually feel it and process it or whether we yeah. repress it and it comes back to bite us in the yeah. butt at some point. I Yeah. And that's exactly what was coming to mind too, is that like, I think, you know, as much as we can talk about the importance of hope and trusting in the Lord and all of these things, and those things are all true and good. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're also humans and we also disappointment is like, it's an, it's an emotion and there's (laughs) sadness with that. And there can be anger and it would, it's a false dichotomy to say, well, you just have to kind of suck it up and trust the Lord and it's all going to be fine and have hope. Um, You have to, I think it's also really important and healthy and um, to, to, to feel what you're feeling. Right. I mean, you know, we have a beautiful example of Jesus who, Mm -hmm. when Lazarus died, he wept. Right. Yeah. Um, he knew that there was hope. He was about to rise him from the dead. And yet he, he goes through that loss of, of yeah. his friend. Right. Um, and so, yeah, to express it, to be like, I'm disappointed. Like, you know, Nathan and I, so we've been made for, for three months and, and truly there's just so much grace and we're just, we're very happy. Like we're just, <laughs> we're so happy to be married. Um, and, and with that, there's also just the realities of like, okay, yeah, right. We're two human imperfect people. Mm. And we've been talking about, um, yeah, this concept of disappointment and just being like, oh yeah, there's just different things where we're like things you expected or hoped or just had these assumptions of the, for the other person or for marriage that were like, oh, we're just not, we're not there yet. And, or, you know, we don't have the same interest in this hobby or whatever it is that I, I wanted you to do this with me, but you actually are not on the same. Okay. And, and so we've been talking about the fact that we're, we experience some like disappointment and we had to allow ourselves to like express that mm-hmm. and not take offense at that. If like, we're both feeling, mm-hmm. you know, we have these disappointments be like, yeah, this is just, okay, this is real. And then like, okay, you know, what are we going to do now? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, And I think that's been like, it's been a humbling, we're still in this sort of humbling journey. And as much as it's really wonderful and there's really beautiful in it, but it's, it's, it's really real and difficult too. Um, But I think it just is important to allow yourself to feel that that's Mm. that, that in itself is a gift too. And yeah, and that the Lord can handle that from us. You know, yes. like we don't have mm-hmm. to like clean our, we've talked about this so much in, in different ways in lots of episodes. We don't have to clean ourselves up to go mm-hmm. before the Lord. Like we have to go before him. He will clean us up or, yeah. or even just like those experiences, like you were saying, you know, scripture says Jesus wept, like he, he's showing us that he gets it. And I think mm-hmm. that for me has been one of the, the deepest consolations of experiences of disappointment has been like. God actually knows, like he actually mm-hmm. understands mm. what I'm going through. Cause he went through it. Like he chose to go through it with me so that 
in this moment, when I'm going through it, I am truly not alone. Like he really is profoundly Mm -hmm. with me. And there's there, and that doesn't take away the pain or the disappointment, but you just, because I think it's important also to realize like we need to express our emotions in so Mm -hmm. that we don't, so our emotions don't like twist us up, you know, and like Mm -hmm. distort us and make us into these, like, kind of people who are closed in on themselves and Mm -hmm. just like racked by pain in such a way that we can no longer love. We can no longer Mm -hmm. experience joy because the other thing is, although there is disappointment, there's also opportunity for joy still Mm -hmm. in our lives many times, like maybe once in a while, maybe it's like a glimpse or, you know, like here and there, but God Mm -hmm. gives us those, those experiences. So it's like for peace and joy and like the fruits of the spirit, but it's not this sort of like namby pamby, like yeah. you know, nice, mm-hmm. nice stuff. It's like deep and real. Yeah. Yeah. You know, exactly. I would there was some there were some periods in my life that I would say were were some of the most difficult. Um, kind of when I was in my 20s and uh struggling with a, a job that had a lot of um just difficult uh sort of interpersonal things and uh company culture stuff. Um and I remember and and I would but I was staying with the job because I felt called to, but everyone else around me was like, just quit. Like, this is not healthy for you. Just quit. But I was like, I just feel like I can't. So I felt very alone in that time. And there was just this, this feeling, and this is maybe not quite disappointment, but it's, you know, just feeling, feeling low, feeling down, feeling uncertain of where I'm going and all this stuff. But I remember what I would come home in the evening and I would sit on the couch and it was, I just had this joy and I could not, it, it, there was, there was literally no reason why I should, I would have that joy. Mm. Um, but it was like the, it felt I'm convinced. And it was one of the most, um, faith enriching times where it was like, the Lord was like right there with me. Like Mm. no one else was with me. He was with me and there was joy in that. Mm. And so I think, I think allowing ourselves to feel our disappointment or feel whatever it is, but then invite, like allow the Lord to come into that with us. Mm -hmm. And like, you're saying, see what he does, see what he does Mm -hmm. in that. um, Where you realize it's not just about this concrete thing that I hope for and desire. And that's a good desire. And I want it, but what does the Lord have for me right now in the Mm -hmm. midst of this that he's doing and he'll be with me. And um, that's something deeper and more profound. It's a deeper joy. And I remember when my sort of external life got easier and happier, mm-hmm. I lost that sense of <laughs> intimacy and deepness with the Lord. And I kind of like missed it because it's so, yeah. it's unlike anything else. I think that you can experience, right. That yeah. feeling of uniting yeah. your, of being yeah. so, yeah, I it's think there's like something a- that can be a gift in that too. Exactly. Totally. Just that authenticity, because it's, I, it's not, sometimes I think we fall into the trap of thinking that we're not good Christians if we feel these things. Like yeah. you're not a good Christian if you feel disappointed. You're not a good Christian if you don't right. like if you feel like you're having trouble trusting God. You're not a good Christian if whatever. And all of that is a lie. It's a lie, yeah. but it's a hundred percent from the devil because it because I mean that's his whole like to try and like take our focus off of, because then the, our focus really is off of God. Like yeah. it's off of God and what God's doing and it's onto us and how we're not good and how yeah, we're, you right. know, like, mm-hmm. which is, yeah. which is like this weird form of 
pride, which is, I mean, why pride is the it root is. of all like, it's right. so sneaky, you know, it's so sneaky yeah. and it can be mm-hmm. so insidious. And like, so I remember this Make story about, pride. <laughs> yeah, I know. It. Um, I remember this one, I was at like a family camp, Catholic family camp one time. And, um, and I was, uh, like talking to this woman who was, um, I think she had nine kids or something like that. And she had um, a van and the van had broken down. And the way she was talking about it, she's like, well, if that's what God wants to do with his van, then fine. Mm-hmm. And I was like, woo. But it's that that sentence there was like one of those ones where it could mm-hmm. either be coming from this place of, with her, it was totally authentic. You could tell mm-hmm. that it was just like- mm-hmm. You know, it almost sounds like that's her prayer where she's like, okay, Lord, like, yeah, 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 it's your van, so you better fix it too, you know, or something. (laughs) But it's like, even we cut ourselves off from opportunities of communion Mm. with other people sometimes when we're Mm. not able to authentically express, like when we just say, well, the Lord is just dealing with it, you know, like where if there's like false piety or pride there, that's, you know, where we're not Mm -hmm. actually feeling our, like our feelings actually become a way of communion with other people people like in you know in a in a really beautiful way um there's there's this experience that I've been having lately and I've been starting like I have a baby nephew who's just six months and then Mm. I live with this beautiful family here and they have two lovely little kids and then I've just been encountering like lots of little children like little little ones all over the place and and I one thing that I've been learning is like like little people, like they just cry when they, <laughs> mm. when they're sad, they just literally like, yeah. they just let it out, you know? And it's, there's something so beautiful and free about that. And I was like, but then literally like in five minutes, if you, if you give them a hug or you kind of, and then they could be laughing and like, you know, and obviously yeah. that there's there, you know, grow into adults for a reason. I'm not saying sure. Like, yes. But right. you know, the whole idea of being childlike before the mm-hmm. Lord, I think is like, this sense of, which is now kind of going back to what you said earlier, Nicole, which is now giving me the freedom to express my desires to him and not like, not like, um, you know, censor what, mm-hmm. like censor the inner yeah. kind of working mm-hmm. part, like when I'm talking to God and I just kind of, am like, well, this is what I want. Like this is what mm-hmm. I you know, And this made me mad and this made me sad. Yeah. And there's kind of a beautiful mm-hmm. thing in which we can just enter into this kind of free like communication with Jesus where, you know, like a child is just yeah. with their parents. Like they're not thinking, they're not sort of analyzing their own, their own experience. They're just sort of sharing that experience like immediately yeah. with their parents. Yeah. And the way yeah. in which like, that's a, a beautiful image for us to be like, yeah, I'm, yeah. Lord, I'm struggling, but I'm, you know, but then in that conversation, which goes back to Job. And I think maybe we've talked about this before too, but like, I love this, like, Job, the whole book is a conversation. Like it's mm-hmm. jo- Job mm-hmm. and God talking. It's that's the entire mm-hmm. book. And his and his his and like, his friends. friends yeah, yeah and like, his friends. Right. Close. And his wife who says, curse God and die. Right. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. There's other stuff <laughs> in the book. But like a lot of the book that's is sorry, talking that line to God. kills me. I'm like, curse God and die. Like, well, She's very practical. <laughs> very practical. Yep. Just yeah, curse there, God and that's die. That's a way yep. for you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I I mean, I just, but I love that. The main kind of mm-hmm. substance of the book of Job is just this conversation. It's kind of this thing which I feel like I've experienced with God, just like, just keep talking to me, you know, just mm-hmm. keep, just stay in conversation. Yeah. Just, and mm-hmm. so I think when we're disappointed, like that can be any sort of a, an achievable thing or like something practical that we can really commit to just yeah. like keep talking to God and, and yeah. authentically, like you said, Aaron, like if it's yeah. anger, then 
Yeah. Cause it'll either be one or the other, right? It'll either yeah. be something that, that closes us off to him or it will be something that opens us up to him. Like usually that whenever there's something that's really difficult, that it's usually one or the other, that is kind that of happens. the movement of our heart. Yeah. That yeah. happens. Exactly. So, mm. so it does take, I think some intentional, like, like mm. choosing of like, okay, Lord, I want this please yeah. not to close my heart off to you. And just to yes. ask him mm. for that, for that grace, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. And, like, and I think, okay. sorry, <laughs> now you go. <laughs> oh no, I was just to add to that. No, I, and I think that's so important, like to bring bring these things to the Lord. I think something that I've noticed in myself is that I it was hard for me to know that I was disappointed. I just felt mm. emotional about things. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I actually talked to for me it was like therapists or or yeah um, or good friends to be like I'm feeling this I'm feeling this and, and then realizing like I'm. I remember, I think it was actually the therapist who named it for me one time. She's like, it sounds like you're, you're feeling mm. some disappointment. And it was like, the tears came and I recognized, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it is. Right. Yeah. I think it's sometimes hard to, it's almost, um, it's sort of an embarrassing emotion. I yeah. Think. That is so true. That's you know, such a good point. Um, yes. Because it's, it means you that feel we, like we failed. It's like fa- yeah, or something. which is so funny because so often it has nothing to do with anything that we could have controlled right. or do. But exactly, it doesn't happen, and it's like we feel like a fail. It does like shame that's associated yeah, with it. Yeah, yeah. But feel when you just name like an it, idiot, mm. yeah, yeah, I you feel like an idiot. Missing, and then, oh, why did I even? Hope why didn't I know better? Why <laughs> did I yeah. like? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I think once you name it. And sometimes I think that the community is important for that and support, mm-hmm. then it loses its power, right? Because mm-hmm. it when disappointment is hidden under layers of anger and sadness and other emotions, you know, yeah, it's, it's you it's like it's it's it still has its um effect, it kind of has its hold on you when you're just like, Oh yeah, yeah. I'm disappointed. And yeah, I am disappointed. I wanted mm-hmm. this and it didn't happen. I'm disappointed. Mm-hmm. Then you're like, Okay, cool, all right. Yeah. And then you can kind of yeah take the next step, right? Yeah. But I yeah. So talking to yeah. God, talking to people, I think is helpful. That's yeah. such a good insight though, Nicole. I'm just like reflecting on what you said, because I think, I think it's also tied into, you know, there's a way in which, and this is not for everybody, but I, I've never thought about this before. S- some expectations or assumptions or hopes just are kind of tied into your, your success in the world. Like, yeah, you know, right. like, Oh, right. I, I thought I was going to be here. Or I was going to be in, in this situation or this was going to work yeah. out. And then and then, you know, you feel like an idiot also because you're like, well, everybody works. Sometimes it like works out for everybody else. Like mm-hmm. it didn't work out for me. Or well, like, I thought I would have two functioning legs when I was 42, <laughs> but I mean, here we are, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. So then it's like, yeah. you sort of feel ashamed because there's some way in which you feel like your life doesn't measure up. Yeah. To yeah. What right. it should have been. And, and then there's like a kind of a humility that when you're like, oh, I'm disappointed, but also like there's, there was a, pr- there's kind of a little bit of pride in here yeah. and it's not like, you know, to go beat yourself up about, yeah. but it's like, just to sort of like, okay, I, I'm going to let mm-hmm. God take that out. Like, mm-hmm. you know, sort of like purify me or just like, mm-hmm. yeah, just kind of, I don't know, get, get, bring me to a new place of freedom because mm-hmm. it's like. Yeah, my life isn't defined by, and this is the other thing. My life is not defined by my disappointment. Yeah, yeah. My mm-hmm. life is defined mm-hmm. by my relationship with the Lord who loves me. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah. 
And then I was yeah. thinking today's All Saints Day. And like, it's so epic to think about like running the race, you know, and really yeah. this is running the race. Like it's part disappointments, a part of it. And it's, and I like run, I love, I mean, St. Paul obviously knew what he's talking about, but the analogy of running is so amazing because you, you know, you cramp up and you have like, you get stitches and it's like, it's not pretty. It's yeah. not like you yeah. look you're sweaty, you stink, yeah. you're just, yeah. Like even at the after, Olympic level, yeah. like these people have like, you know, like the perfect physique, but when mm-hmm. they're in that long distance run, you're like, that person's face is like tomato red. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> yeah. like really, it's yeah. really messy to be running, but that's what mm-hmm. we're all doing. So it's like, mm-hmm. ain't no shame in that, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. Good. Well, ladies, I know we oh. have to wrap it up, but any, uh, final thoughts on disappointment? <laughs> How to no deal final thoughts, but if you are sweaty, please don't hug me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I don't like sweat. <laughs> well, that's good to know. Well, Karen, I am. Um, I've been biking, cycling to work. We're just going to get totally off topic Ooh. now, but that's fine. I've been cycling to work a few days a week, which has been awesome for my like mental health and sure. just as a way of getting an exercise. But I was thinking today, I got to work today and I was like, Ooh, I need to invest in some better deodorant. So I'm not like <laughs> that, like stinky prof, you know? Right. And like, yeah. I haven't like asked my students, oh, sorry, am I stinky? Cause like, obviously, yeah. yeah. but I am just aware. So. Sure. Yeah. Anyway. That's, step one. That's okay. Step I had a professor awareness. in university who didn't wear shoes ever, <laughs> unless it was the winter and there was like a lot of snow on the ground. And then he would come in his boots with no socks and then take his boots off and walk around in the classroom with oh, no shoes. Oh, wow. He taught okay. philosophy. So I'm not saying anything I'm just, about philosophers. I'm okay. just, wow. I'm not like to your brother-in-law, Rach. I know. <laughs> no. <laughs> Rachel's brother yeah, he would never is a do philosophy. That, uh, yeah, no, he would not he do would that. Never but, be not a shoeless, but he but understands yeah. the eccentricities of philosophy. Yes. So, I think yeah. that, that probably yeah. is right. Um, I think that's one of the joys of being a professor, though. At least this is what I tell myself. And right. well, even if my outfit is kind of weird and not that fashionable, it's okay because I'm a professor. I'm supposed to be eccentric. <laughs> that's right. Exactly. It's You're supposed good. to be quirky in some way. That's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, um, listen, you have a God wink for us this week, right? <sighs> I do. I do have a God wink. Okay. I'm excited. Um, so this is, it's funny. It kind of ties back to a little bit of what I was talking about, um, about disappointment. So I remember one uh, dating relationship I had in the past where we got to our six month dating anniversary and it was the longest I'd ever dated someone. And I was like, hoping we would like do something or celebrate it in some way. And there was nothing, there was no kind of like he was not on the same page and not mm. thinking about that at all. And I just remember being so disappointed and so sad and all these things, just feeling hurt and not saying anything because like, you know, you're gonna... so, um, so now I'm married to, to Nathan who mm. has basically celebrated every month anniversary since we started <laughs> dating because he's just, that's just the way he is. So that's we, you know, almost every, we, our first date was on like the 1st of December, 2019. Mm. Um, almost every first of the month, he would like either get me flowers or he would celebrate in some way. Uh, or he'd make me dinner. And so uh, yesterday or two days ago, um, October 30th was three months since we got married. And so he was like, 
you know, he was planning, he's like, well, Sunday is, is, is October 30th. So we have to celebrate because it's our, our three month anniversary. And I was like, oh, okay, sure. And he's like, yeah, yeah. So like, I'm going to buy a steak and I'm going to grill the steak and I'm going to make you like a nice dinner. That's cute. And so that's, he made me this amazing dinner and he just that's like, so you know, awesome. every time he's just like, this is amazing. We've been married for three months. And he's just so, and it's just like, that's so I'm cute. like, wow, Lord, like the Lord took that disappointment. Yeah, he he's knew. like, all right, I'm going to celebrate mm. you every month now. <laughs> Give you a man who <laughs> celebrates every month. And so that's, that's so that was my little, I, yeah. I was thinking that. about it. And I'm like, oh yeah, this mm, is like an mm. ongoing God wink for me. That's right. Yeah. Probably. And just that's so, awesome. cause you'll have to show us at some point, um, the, so I, I made, so for all those who are listening, I made a plate for Nicole and Nathan yeah. for, um, for their wedding, like a serving platter. And it's got like the logo a little bit ish of in the thicket. Cause really if Nicole's involved and Nathan's involved. So anyways, so the plate has been sitting in Ottawa for forever, but Nicole's sister came to visit her other sister. Who's in Ottawa, who is Catherine, who was on a few episodes ago. <laughs> yeah. And so Anna who's is the now other engaged sister. to be married. Yes. No congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. Shout out to Catherine and Graham. Oh, yeah. That's, that's right. exciting. Congratulations yes. guys. It is. Yeah. So, so okay, Anna, yes. so the other sister, Anna took the plate. I wrapped it up. She put it in her luggage. She took it back to Winnipeg and then we'll be going down to Nashville to visit Nicole and Nathan at some point. So the plate is being and all if anybody making followed play. that train yeah. of connections. So you can show us, you can show us the plate when it arrives safely to you. I will. I will. Yeah, that'll be fun. I don't know when she's coming for sure. It It'll might be like 2030. <laughs> We'll still be going. And I'll get this plate and be like, what was this? Oh, yeah, that podcast. <laughs> oh, no, maybe we'll be in our I wonder if 2030 podcasting would be I know, like right? Yeah. It'll be like holographic yeah. conversations or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, that's terrifying. Good. Okay. There's a little bit. Anyway. Okay, folks. Well, thank you for joining us for this episode on disappointment. Yes. I hope something was as... I hope it wasn't disappointing. Yeah, I, hope you, <laughs> yeah. I hope you weren't disappointed. But if you were, that's, that's okay. okay. And you can just talk to someone about it and name it and then bring it to the Lord. That's I feel right. like this is our yeah. drum card with this podcast because it's a podcast on suffering. Like if we made you suffer, that's okay. Because that's, that's right. Right. so kind of the oh, point. Man. Yeah, because it can be redemptive. It's all that's redemptive. Right. Okay, <laughs> good. Well, we look forward to talking to you again next week, yes. everybody. Thank you for joining Bye, us. Guys. We love you, dear listeners. Yes, Have a good too. evening or morning or whatever, whenever you are. <laughs> God okay. bless. Bye. 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 Thank you for joining us for this episode of In the Thicket. If you like what you hear, give us a rating and hit that subscribe button. We have new episodes every Monday with more stories and honest conversations about life when the going gets rough and the hope and humor amidst it all. We'd love for you to join our community on Instagram and Facebook at In the Thicket Podcast. While you're there, let us know how we can pray for you. God bless and see you next week.